Hello and welcome to Wildfire Tribe Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We're actually recording inside today for the first time in a long time. My name is Sean. Hey, and my name is Kylie and this is a new adventure. New things opening up, new things happening and it is a new year. So it is exciting. Ah, there we go. We got the word out straight away. It's exciting. Welcome back to Wildfire Tribe. Normally we actually record down by the river and we try and pick up some outside noises and birds etc and fish jumping out of the river. But today we're inside in our studio and we're doing a first for us at the beginning of this year and we're actually broadcasting at the same time into Twitch as we are recording our Spotify podcast. It's all very strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's a new experience and we're just trying to meld some of our things that we're doing together. It is going to be an interesting morning or night. It's night for some people, wherever you are in the world. We've got more than 25 countries listening in and we are really happy to have you guys with us. Uh, This year is going to be a year of abundance and that is what we'll be talking about today. We're going to be talking all things abundance, the year of abundance, abundance in your life, abundance in our life and abundance in our world. So looking forward to that. Hopefully it's not an abundance of crankiness that I've stepped into this new year with because I've just about had it with that. I don't know what to do with that, but I am aware of it and I'm trying to do something about that. But it is a very, for me, it's a very interesting year that we've just begun. I am absolutely looking forward to abundance in health, in wealth, in uh, many of those positive words. And I am absolutely looking forward to being abundant uh, or getting rid of the things that I don't want as well. And um, I'm cranky all of the time. There's so much that we're trying to do that's new, um, so much technology that we're trying to adapt to that we just, we don't know how to use it all. So we're just trying to figure everything out. And we're We're trying to get out to the masses, we're trying to be heard, we're trying to do some work in social media spaces in in lots of different places where we don't really know what we're doing. And not only that, it's a difficult time for us in other ways, isn't it Kylie? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one of those difficult things too, because I feel like that abundance is having, you know, it's this place of a gratitude for everything that we have. And it's knowing that moving forward, everything that we need, we already have in this moment. So I feel like sometimes we can be frustrated by some of the difficulties we have with technology is that our computers are outdated, like all of our equipment is outdated. We're trying to use different things to be able to do these kinds of to podcast and to stream to the world and everything like that and we're using things that are very very old they still have the ability to do stuff so we're intentionally in that place of gratitude for those things that we do have and knowing that that river of life that flows from within us is the very gateway of our abundance And for the abundance to flow in, it first needs to flow out. So it doesn't make any sense. And this is the crazy part about so much of the things that we understand as we come into the fullness of who we already are and what we already have. And that's the difficult part is because for that to flow in, it needs to flow out. And when you come out of that place where you're frustrated with the things that you don't have, the things that you can't see, the stuff that is 
not making any sense, then we can tend to come into that place of having those feelings. Like you were talking, why we don't want to start this this year in this emotional roller coaster ride where we're feeling angry and frustrated and annoyed and like we're wanting to just grab things and create some kind of a breakthrough. But rather it's knowing who we are, it's being who we are, and it's letting all of those things that already are flow from within. So thank you for joining us today. As I said when we first began, we're actually recording uh, onto our little microphones that we normally take down to the river. We're also recording onto other microphones. We're actually on camera as well through a, a broadcast platform called Twitch. So if you're a listener on Spotify or any of those apps where you listen to podcasts, you can also find us on Twitch. You can find us on Facebook and TikTok and all of those things too. But you can actually join in today's podcast if you <laughs> you won't be able to listen to it live because this will be recorded later. But as people are on Twitch watching us record this podcast, they can interact with us live. So there's just so many layers going on in this technological space that's new to us that it's, it's a really interesting space to be in. So we thank you for joining us however it is that you have and however it is that you're listening to us either right now live as it comes out on Spotify or later on as you listen to it, you know, next week, next year or whenever it is. Thank you so much for joining us and being a part of our Wildfire Tribe. If you're new to what it is that we do, wildfiretribe.life is our website and you can go on there and have a look and Connect with us via all of the links that are on there. There's lots and lots and lots and lots of things that we're involved in doing. And Kylie does all of that work all by herself. So you better get on there and tell her what a great job she's done. <laughs> oh, thanks, honey. That's very nice. Yeah, so back to the topic of the day, abundance, the year of abundance. I think a lot of people have framed this up for themselves. There's a lot of things moving in and out of the social networking spaces. There's a lot of vibe around this. This is also the year of a lot of fours aligning and a lot of eights, eights and fours. And for people that love numbers, there's a whole bunch of abundance, infinite abundance and flow held within those um, numbers themselves, there's like this essence of um, open doors and all these beautiful things that we're moving toward and into. And I think some of those things, like we're not putting everything in like, you know, numbers or things that we see or anything like that, but it is these beautiful synchronicities that happen in and around our lives that are like those little places that we can go, oh yeah, like, you know, I am on the right track. Oh wow, look there, that happened again. Oh wow, I'm coming into alignment. I'm in alignment. I'm on my pathway of discovery. We're moving into the future. Future. we're having this space where we're coming into the more and that's and it's so beautiful and so exciting to just be in that place where we're continually being reminded of what already is so abundance in its basic definition is a very large quantity of something 
It's actually like a state or a condition of having a copious amount of something. An overflow. Yeah, an overflow, exactly. And it's like I saw this quote uh, earlier today. It was about this this guy was saying basically, yeah, abundance is this overflow. So if you get to choose how much overflow you're having, then you know, it's like choose a really big cup and then there'll be this copious amount of fullness and also this large amount of overflow that's pouring out into the rest of the world. An overflow of life in abundance. I love that. Life in abundance. Life in abundance in overflow so much so that it is immortal life. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I have come so that you may have life and life in abundance. Exactly. And I'm sure somebody very famous said that. <laughs> I have come that you might have life and life in abundance, flowing, never ceasing, a copious amount of life, like a large quantity, a plentifulness, a prosperity of life. <laughs> This is what is. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It says in James 117, um, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Everything good. And you know what? It says coming down from the Father of Lights, but the Father of Lights dwells within us. So it's actually coming out of us, out of that place, because down and up is all within. But don't we have to go up to bring it down? Well, it's a good picture to have in our mind as we're practicing how to access these things, but really down and up are all within. Up, down, left, right, back to front, <laughs> around, around, around we go, are all inside and out. Yes. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Everything flows out of us. Heaven is inside of us. Yes. We're inside of heaven. God's inside of us. We're inside of him. Yeah. We're all interconnected. Yes, we are. So there really is an abundance flowing in and out of us all at the same time. Mm, exactly. There's nothing that we have to do. There's nowhere that we no. have to go. There's no, no stepping in or stepping aside or stepping up into heaven to bring something down. That's right. And I think sometimes like when we come into – like abundance is a state of being. It's this place of being and knowing. But I think often we experience this place where we have – the opposite of that, which is lack. And lack is also a state of being. It's this place where we become the victim of our circumstances. It's the place where we can't see past the things that we don't have. And I think that when we need, when we come into abundance, it's this place of taking ownership for our life. It's this place of understanding who we already are. 
it's this place of walking into the fullness of what already is. And when we are, when we are a victim in our life, then we don't have any power. And I think to step into your power, you need to let go of all the things that you don't have, all the stuff that happened to you, all the things that aren't, all the things that people should be saying but aren't saying, all the people that don't recognize you or see you, all of these things that are lacking, we need to let go of that completely because lack is the opposite of abundance. And whilst ever we are operating and resonating at a frequency of lack, then abundance won't be there. So abundance just doesn't exist in the same space. No, it doesn't. As lack. It doesn't. It can't. So you can't bring abundance forward to yourself when you're sitting in a place of lack. Exactly. Because they don't coexist. They don't coexist. So you have to be functioning in a place of gratitude, a place of Mm. gratitude for the abundance that you already have to attract more abundance to you. Absolutely. That frequency of gratitude, that frequency of passion, that frequency of excitement, like they don't come out of a victim consciousness. They come out of the higher consciousness that is abundance. So whilst ever we're in that lower consciousness of that I'm a victim to my circumstances. I um, All of these things happen to me. All of those people out there, they've got stuff I wish I had. I'll never have that. Like if you're having that kind of self-talk to yourself, then there is no place for abundance to flow in that space because you're not in a flow space at all. You're in a stagnant puddle. So we were talking to a person yesterday on one of our broadcasts about how to flick that switch about you know when you were talking before you said something about you know living in this state of uh you know almost wallowing in this state where you choose to be is there something that you can do like we were talking to a person yesterday about to change to flick that switch what what do you actually do like it's fair enough to say you can't live in that state and expect to attract abundance to you. But what do you do about it? Yeah, it's so true. Well, the, the hardest part is that you need to live like you already are. You need to live like you already have. So the very thing that creates that flow is to begin the flow. So you need to start flowing. You need to be generous. You need to live with abundance, you need to be giving, you need to be grateful for all of those things that you do have and for all of those things that you have that you don't actually have the physical manifestation in your life of yet. We need to be coming into that place where we already are flowing. Um, I think a really good example of this is um, the last significant amount of uh, money that we had come into our life. Uh, It came off the back of a smaller amount of money that had come into our life that we knew as it came in, even though there were a lot of things we needed to do with that money that we actually needed to give it all away. And in that very action of giving it away, far more flowed back in and within a couple of days. And I think I keep coming back to that place where I just knew in that moment that that's what needed to happen. And I think in that it is a place of activation. And this is a year of activation. This year is really about activating all of the 
all of the revelation that we've been coming into over the last few years, and probably over the last five years, we have seen our world, things happen in our world that we never imagined that we would ever see in our lifetime. We've seen things be uncovered that have been shocking, and we've had the ability to make choices coming out of that about how we're going to live moving forward. And I think so many of the things that we've learned, so much of the knowledge we've acquired, and so many of things like the revelation that we've received, now is the time to activate it. And this is one of the things that as we come into these higher realms of consciousness where we're really starting to roll in this abundant living is that it has to come out of that flow place of gratitude and giving and being the flow because on the other side of that, it's not going to stop, but it can stop with me. It can flow into me and then it can cease to flow. I'm the only one that's responsible for that because for the flow to keep flowing in, it needs to keep flowing out. There is like this thing like in our world where we just save things up. We're storing things for later. We're worrying about the stuff that we're hoarding stuff away almost. And and that hoarding sense that we have is is one of stagnation and one of like there there is some flow that we can have where our investments are moving around and around and they're and they're not yeah they're not kind of in that place where they're not growing or flowing well I was just thinking about the mango trees that are around the town where we live and last year there was no mangoes anywhere I expected them to be on the trees and for whatever reason which I still don't understand they were there was none and this year there is an abundance all around this town where we are there's huge mango trees and there's mangoes hanging off every single one of them and we're waiting we're in this period of time where we've actually just started eating them and they are unbelievably <laughs> beautiful they're so delicious they're like a, a stored up teardrop from heaven you know full of glory juice mm, and so good. they're in the fridge right now as i speak there's there's three massive ones in the fridge getting nice and cold for us to to get into later on but I was thinking about the mangoes around the town where we are and as they as everybody's waiting for them to be ready you can see people around town looking up at the trees and they've got various poles we've got a pole with a hook on the end so we can reach up to the high ones and get the ones that we want to get the you know that little sun the sun-kissed ones with the the little bit of orange on them where they've changed from that green color it sort of is a sign that they're nearly ready. They're the ones that you want to get. And as you look around town and you see other people looking up at the trees, there's this, oh no, we're not going to be able to get as many as we thought we were going to get because everybody's thinking the same thing. Everybody's waiting and all of a sudden there's a chance that we'll go to get our mangoes and they'll all be gone because someone else will have taken them or you know we will have missed our opportunity. So... Does that then make you want to go and get them a little bit early and grab as many as you can for yourself because you're living in this state of lack, thinking that you're not going to get your fair share, you're not going to get any at all if I don't go in early and get what I want to get. Then, And also at the same time as thinking like that, there's no consideration for other people. There's no yeah. consideration that... There's other people in this town that are also 
looking up at the tree and waiting and everybody's kind of just waiting for the right time. Can I do something in my thinking that flicks a switch that tells me that all is well and all shall be well, Sean? Like it it converts right through to the mangoes on the tree. There is going to be enough mangoes on the tree for all of the mango needs that I have. Yeah, come on. It's so true. And, you know, can we find that place where we're so grateful for the abundance of these beautiful mangoes and we're also excited for everybody else to have these mangoes flow into their lives as well? You know, I think that gratitude that we have, it it also flows into a gratefulness and just a wonder and an excitement for each other's lives moving forward. Like it's, it's, it's moving out of this place that we've been in where it's, there's, Um, a whole bunch of hustle and competition where we're coming out onto this it's not even a playing field anymore like in the sense that we used to think of a playing field like this place of competition but it's a playing field as in where you go out to play as little kids together where we're exploring this great new land of adventure and we're understanding that it's better together it's better to walk into the wonder with others than it is to try and do it alone and I think that's one of the difficult parts too for coming into these places of greater levels of abundance that we're walking into is that there is this sense that oh no if I if I partner with other people or if I do this with others then I'm going to have to share and uh, you know but I'm trying to build this big life for myself so how do we make that work yet because each one of us has things that actually can enhance the others ideas and the and and each other's um visions and each other's dreams that we're pressing into and so when we find a way where we can work together in this beautiful oneness, then there's also this beautiful space of being able to share the victory together as well and to know that we got there together. And I don't and I think that uh, anyone um, that is got themselves into some kind of place where we look and see from the outside, wow, those guys have an abundant life. Um, they haven't done that alone because there's always been someone there doing something else that is helping eat that we're helping one another to get there you know and even if it's our staff or people that we pay or the abundant life that people see from the outside even though it looks and feels to you like you don't live in abundance we've had that many times where people have said to us I want to have what you have and that has happened to us many times when we've actually felt like we're living in a state of lack where we don't, you know, there's things that we're missing. Thankfully, our health is very good. Our health is, is good most of the time. Our, our lack comes in other places usually. And we've had many times where we've had a lack of finances. And in those times, it's really interesting when people say to you, oh, if only I could have what you have, yet you feel like you don't have what you want to have. It's like, oh, I'm living in a state of lack myself, yet you see abundance on me. Yeah, that's right. And I think our, our journey of the, you know, the last five or ten years especially has been that inner abundant journey. It's been coming into that place where we've been 
creating these layers, these foundational layers of intimacy in relationship with our creator. So we've been understanding in that place who we are and out of that having this deep foundation that is building so that we're able to steward the the other spaces of abundance as they flow into our life, including abundant wealth. And, and that includes everything from health, energy, finances, like there is so many aspects of it and if we have an abundance of all of those different things then we start to move into that place of longevity we can start to tap into this place of immortality because if we have a never-ending abundant life in every aspect of our life then we can we become unstoppable i feel like there's there's things that you can do with your health to live in abundance isn't there there's activities there's physical activities there's stretching I was out in the sun stretching this morning and I feel a lot better for having done that and so I feel like I can contribute to my overall health in abundance by actually doing things but then there's this line that seems to be in my mind at least where it seems like God is in control of the bigger picture you know he's the sovereign God he is the God that that can make or break things or you know so if there's to be a period of uh, time in your life where something some sickness or you know comes into your body and you've done all that you can do to keep yourself healthy in the meantime well is that not the same when it comes to financial abundance you know there's lots of things that you can do to live in financial abundance to have the the jobs that are around town, the jobs that you can apply for, the jobs that you are actually doing right now put you in a place of abundance. You're not in a place of lack because you have an income. You have less expenses than your income. You're able to save money. But at any time in my thinking, there's this God that's above all, you know, that can at any time just change your circumstances. Yeah, that's right. And there are so many things that happen that are seemingly beyond our control. So what do you do then if your your abundant finances that you've saved up all your life for, a, a sovereign God who knows better than than you, knows what it is that you need in your life, decides that you're not allowed to have those finances anymore or but whatever is, language you want to put around that, then what do you do about God that? But is that God deciding or is that just the lack of people understanding their power and therefore things happening in our world that come crashing down and it's not God going, okay, that's it, This is all these bad things are going to happen now. But it's actually like people don't realise that we have this energy frequency and vibration that can actually change matter, that we actually have power within us because we carry the power to do all the things that Jesus did and, and greater things than these, that we just have been, we've been asleep to who we are. So I think that sometimes, yes, there are these things that happen that seem to be way out of our control and there are things that are sovereign in the unfolding of eternity. But I do think there's way more things in our world that we can do something about if enough of us realise who we are. And that's that Chris Blackaby discussion that I've heard him have 
Chris Blackaby, if you don't know who he is, look him up. What's the name of the ministry name that he operates under? As, as he, he is. is, yeah. Yeah, you can look up As He Is on YouTube and he speaks about, you know, the reality of us walking this planet as a son of God and doing the things that God does, that the Father does. Mm-hmm. So he speaks of a time where he, you know, when there's earthquakes on earth, where you go in prayer to God and you say, God, what's going on here? What about the earthquakes? And God says to you, says to Chris Blackaby and to you as a son and daughter, well, what are you doing about it? Exactly. So if there's adverse events going on on earth, financial, physical, health-wise, environmentally, what is it that we are doing about these things to bring a change? Because... It seems to me like in that scenario, Kylie, if our identity is in him, our identity is as a son of God, as a as a son of the Father, the creator of all, that we actually have the ability, like you said, to do what Jesus did and greater things than those. So we can speak to the mountain and tell it to move into the sea. Why are we not doing these things then? Absolutely. I know, exactly. And I think that just comes back to that uh just the teaching that we've sat under, the different ways of believing things that, and the way that we've been led to understood because, to understand, because so much of what we know about God is actually learnt through somebody else's interpretation of scripture or somebody else's understanding of spirituality, somebody else's, uh, what they were taught and what they were taught and, you know, um, then we listen to people who know they've taught, been taught so much. They they become professors in these different spaces, or doctors, and or um, and a doctor of theology. You know, and you can actually be that, and not necessarily even have a real relationship with God. You can just know everything about Him, but then where is this place where we come in to know the person of God or to know our creator in a way that we can come alive with and understand who we are, that these things are actually not just facts to be known and then, you know, Bible verses to be quoted or understandings to have, but they're actually realities to live. I feel like for me, we need to go, I need to go right back to the very beginning. Back to the very beginning, a very good place to start. So back to the very beginning for me and for you, if you recall that time where you were reminded about who you already were, you know, that creator impact moment, that saved moment, that there's lots of different language around that moment, that awakening, that epiphany, that love gate opening where you just felt like the creator of all impacted your existence and showed you that he loved you. (laughs) And I feel like I need to go back there all of the time, to go back there to learn, to start again, to remember what it felt like back there because that is the place that I need to function in all of the time so that my gratitude for being where I am right now today flows out of that place of that realization that he loves me that he created me in the first place and that he woke me up to that realization and it happens to all of us at different times in different ways and I just know for me 
that when things feel like they're not working as I want them to be, that if I can take myself back to that place, then everything feels better again. That place where he said, Sean, you can just do life with the awareness of me. And that feeling that I had at that time, I get taken back into that feeling that, wow, like if I'm in the hands (laughs) of the hand of the creator of God, you know, like he's got the whole world in his hands. If I can take myself back to that place and just lie in his hand (laughs) where he's got the whole world in his hand, then how can anything have lack attached to it in that place? I just, as I was just about to start talking, I saw it come up on my screen. We get these notifications of bills that are coming in and out, etc., money flowing around. And there's an amount that was supposed to come out of somewhere and there wasn't the equal amount on the opposite side of the equation to match that. So I got a notification to say we couldn't take that out because the money's not there. And concentrating on those things that pop up on your screen those things that pop up in your mind you know can add up to be just too much it just feels like it's just all too much it doesn't make sense and then as I think about all of those things popping up on those notifications it puts me into that state of lack puts me into that state of believing that things are not going to change they're not going to get better that going to have to do something radical about this to change it but then I can take myself back to that space of remembering that he's got me in his hand I'm just lying in the palm of his hand with the rest of creation and not just other people not just the earth but all the planets and galaxies and all of the heavens are in his hand which is where I am and all of that is inside of me So how can anything, including a $10.36 bill that I don't have $10.36 to pay, how can that equate to anything other than abundance? Absolutely. Yeah. It says in Romans 8, He has always known us face to face and engineered us upon the mirror horizons of his faith to be jointly fashioned in the same mold and image of his son, We see the authentic person of our lives preserved in the incarnate one. He is the firstborn from the same womb that reveals our genesis. (laughs) It's like that place, that place of just sitting in his hand and understanding that we are his sons and daughters out of that same genesis of being the fullness of everything. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Remember the other day we were walking down the street, the main street of the town where we live in, and we were just going for a walk and we were hopeful that we would be able to have a cup of coffee at one of the cafes. And as we come to the first cafe, I said, We'll we'll keep on going, we'll go to this other one and we'll have a coffee there unless somebody buys us a coffee here at this first one. And as we approached the first one, a friend of ours said, hey, I just bought you guys a coffee. 
It was so crazy. And we were actually going to have a coffee at another coffee shop with a coffee voucher that somebody else had given us as well as a beautiful gift. And, yes, that was pretty crazy. Double abundance. Double abundance. Heading towards having a coffee that somebody else had given us a gift voucher for, for doing nothing except for just being ourselves. (laughs) And then actually being pulled up in the street by someone else to say, no, you can't have access to that abundance further down the road because I have an abundant overflow for you today and I have already bought you your coffee today. Yeah, that is so cool. Did we manifest that coffee through our friend? Mm. Well, I certainly think that we were holding that space in a, with loving intention that something potentially will open up there. So when we're walking down the street, mm. moping, believing that we can't afford to have a coffee anywhere and that our day is going to be miserable, is it likely that anybody's going to step out and go, I bought you a coffee because I want to have miserable people around me? I don't think so because I I certainly can see that those lower vibrational frequencies is something that people who are in abundant flow aren't attracted toward. It's difficult work, isn't it, being around the moat? Oh, definitely. It it's takes very a lot hard. of you should know. <laughs> well, you said that when you looked straight at me and just went, "Yes, I live with that." <laughs> you're the one that started off saying that you're a bit grumpy sometimes. <laughs> well, not sometimes think it's pretty much a natural state for some reason and I'm still (laughs) trying to figure out what to do with it but that's you know that's a life a a work of a lifetime for me you know and I'm aware of it and I'm working it all out you know and and if that's your story you know or if there's a there's something in your life that you just cannot seem to shake you know something that you're aware of that you wish wasn't a part of your personality or, you know, your automatic reaction to something that goes a little bit wrong, then just know you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) There there are other people that call themselves beyond human people, such as myself, you know, after listening to Justin Abraham and reading his book, Beyond Human, and whenever you listen and you read things like that, you just go, yeah, I am beyond human. I don't have to sit underneath any of that stuff that grumpiness that seems to be attached to me and then you close the book or you turn the podcast off or you wake up the next day and it seems to be there again. (laughs) It is pretty funny how there does seem to be those frequencies that just like hanging out with us. But, uh, you know, having said all of that too, you are amazing. Like you are, you've come so far in your journey of like... You've come so far in your journey along the road of life. Yeah, you have. That journey. Like, and I don't think we want to diss that because I think No, that I'm just doing so that, that funny voice around that, that Christian language that we use. You I know. know. There's all these very Christian words. Journey is one of them. And I know <laughs> that that word exists in other spaces as well. But whenever I hear those same words, I just do that funny voice. And it's part of my grumpiness. And you know what? So much of our lack of abundance or so much of the lack of abundance in people's lives comes straight out of the, of the limiting belief that we have about ourselves. 
And I think that's been part of the thing that you've overcome, that you've come into this beautiful place of like learning to love who you are, loving yourself, feeling valued like you have something valuable to offer the world. And just coming into this place of realizing that there is something for you and that is like really, really special and that's really powerful because I feel like whilst ever we are in that place where we feel down on ourselves, and I know those times through my life where I've experienced depression and where I've had times of just feeling really low, it comes out of this place of, for me, it came out of a place of being overwhelmed by my own self-circumstances that I didn't seem to be able to do anything about. And then I would become overwhelmed by all the things that I couldn't do, all the things that I hadn't done, all the opportunities that I missed, all of the, th- the things that didn't come my way. Like, And then all the things I would see was seemingly powerless to do anything about. And then you can be in this place that all of a sudden you realise every thought that I have is a bad thought about myself. And then that is such a a place of, and then I become a victim to my circumstances in that place. And once again, once we start tapping into that victim place, then we start coming back into that place of lack, where I lack things because these things happened to me or because I had this inability to do anything about it. And all of those things might be very true, but they don't have to to stay powerful in my life because I'm more powerful than the things that have happened to me. I can come into this place of abundant flow by realizing that I'm not going to stay in that frequency anymore because that's not who I am. Yeah, so it's that switch again that we're kind of dancing all around. Is there a switch? Is there a modality? There is a breathing you know, exercise, there's meditation, there's, there's you know, all these different forms of yoga now as well. Is there you know, just something uniquely created for each person in their own drama that they're having as well? You know, is there a key? Is there a different key to unlock? the mysteries contained within, you know, the the flicking of the switch? Or should it just be as easy as saying that is it, that is done, I'm done with that, I'm done with that miserableness, I'm not functioning in that space, I am elevating myself to a different frequency. You know, there's music that we can listen to that changes our frequency, there's aromatherapy that gives off different frequencies as well that can affect the frequencies that we vibrate in, the emotions that flow in and out of us. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to actually address all of the dis- different issues. It seems like it's a, it's a hunting expedition. It's like, I know that I want to get a fish that, that I believe is in the river there somewhere, but I can't see it, but I know that it's there. I'm hopeful that it is, and I've got the equipment that I've got, but, and I've got the bait that I've got and the size hook or the fly that I've made but you know it's all it's just like a a really seems to me sometimes like it's a really difficult event trying to change the way that you think sometimes oh it's so true I know it just really does seem like an psychology psychiatrists medications Mm -hmm. you know 
pharmaceutical medications versus natural ones, homeopathy. There's so many different variations. And, and it's, it's interesting to me as I read various ways to diet these days too. You know, there's people living off meat, just meat. There's people who say that that's ludicrous. There's people who live off just green vegetables. There's people that are vegetarian, vegan. Everybody's got different answers for different issues that the world seems Mm. to have. Yeah. And perhaps each one of us has a unique answer for our body because there's also places in within the world where there are different things that we can grow. So if I'm going to be living in the top of Russia somewhere where it basically just snows all the time, it's probably, you know, being a fruitarian it may not be the best choice of thing to be there because probably should be a breatharian yeah a breatharian or you know maybe they've got lots of yaks or something there so i could go on the meat diet but well i know that one guy that i've met online michael fergie he's he's basically a breatharian he eats twice a month yeah it's pretty amazing twice a month two meals a month and he is out of control physically magnificent like muscly, bright eyes, mm. just, you know, he's growing his hair back. He's actually bypassing the need for sleep by not eating as much. And he's a physically extremely strong-looking man. He runs, he does, like he's not weak and, and you know, white and pale and mm. lying on the lounge whinging, wishing, yeah. he's, wishing he could eat. He's actually living a life of abundant health by not eating in the way that a lot of us think we need to. Yeah, it's amazing. I think it's absolutely phenomenal that people are discovering these truths about us and the way that the capacity that our body has to function in certain ways. And he would be the first person to say that it's not necessarily for everyone and he's not Mm. trying to get you or me or anybody else to live exactly the way that he does. He's just sharing his life with others and you can make your own decisions, your own judgment as to whether you want to learn how it is that he's learnt the things that he's learnt or not, you know, and I love that. I love that that's the space that we also function in, that... Every conversation that we have and this is one of the main things that we do is that we talk. We creatively talk out life as we go. We scoop up his creation and share it with the rest of the world. Exactly. But at no time do I ever want to come across as somebody who's telling you exactly how to live your life because I think that our lives are created uniquely for us to have unique ways of walking them out as well including whether or not you just eat meat or you live off broccoli or banana or something or if i do and if i just live off coffee and cigarettes and then i try and tell you that that's the way that you should live it's ludicrous you get to choose we all get to choose and by the way coffee and cigarettes i think at some stages of my life i pretty much have lived off coffee and cigarettes yeah, I think it's one of those things too that we are creators. All of us are creators because we all have within us our Father who is the creator. And I think that when we realize that when you couple your creativity with this drive to take action, then that is where we start to come into a place of living the reality of our dreams. And it's like the guy that you were just talking about. What's his name again? Michael. 
Fergie, F-E-R-G-Y is his surname. So Michael, he has, not only has he had this concept or this idea that this could be a way that you could function, but he's taken action on that and then now he's starting to see the abundant flow of those decisions in that space that he's making. He's starting to see his body come into spaces that defy logic, that defy what we are, the recommendations of our world about how to care for ourselves. And I think there are within each of us different ways of pressing forward into life. We can be thinking, wow, like that would be a good idea or this would be a good idea or, but it actually takes a boldness and a drive, a certain energy behind that to actually bring it into a place where it becomes abundance. And the interesting part of that too is that when you talk about abundance in his life and his health, etc., it's not limited to just that. And I know that as you look into somebody's life from the outside, you can't actually know the full complexity of what is going on in their life. But this man's traveling the world. This man's living in multiple locations. He's moving around the world all of the time. And he is leading a life, at least on screen, that looks like it's abundant beyond his health. And that's from the decision to... I don't know how he's navigating it. I know that he is... he. He has a a God-type connection. I know that he has a spiritual side of the equation that he's functioning in. Like I know that he has an awareness like that. It's not somebody that's completely just about physicality. And his life looks pretty grand from the outside. Yeah, I love it. It comes back to that place too, doesn't it, really, about just being I am, like knowing who I am. But what if his life is not what we would call abundant in every sense of the word from the outside, just like we were talking about before in those times where we've actually felt like we have a real lack financially, yet people stop you in the street, people that you know stop you and actually say to you, especially on those occasions, it's interesting how that happens, you guys just have this life of freedom and I wish that I could have what you have. You know, so whether or not... Michael is just healthy or he owns the planes that he flies in and the cars that he drives in and uh, or not, it looks to me like he's living in abundance. Maybe his health is abundant and nothing else is, but he feels like it is. And so therefore he is. Mm, exactly. And I think we do have to get to that place that's part of it is being what already is even as we're still coming into the fullness of the physicality of those things. There's a real miserable other side to it, isn't there? You know, in, in the in the Christian faith, there's mm-hmm. this dragging the cross around thing and there's this oh, letting God, allowing God to strip away from you all the things of the world that you're, you know, choosing to idolize in front of him, you know, like... We'll, oh, we're living in this place of lack because we can't have the car that we used to have because we felt like God wanted to remove that from our identity. And I feel like that is something that seems to happen and it's something that we seem to allow to happen and maybe it's a seasonal part of people's lives. Maybe, it's, maybe it is actually a trend that happens as you, as you come to that awareness of, being a son or a daughter of God, that that he does actually do things in you like that 
to change the position of your heart or to change something about your character that allows you mm. to actually learn that he never leaves you, that he never forsakes you. you know, all those things that, that you hear about in churches that you get taught from up the front, he actually does walk you through those if you're willing to learn to trust him trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding all of those sorts of things maybe there is actually seasons where you need to walk those things out with him if that's where he's taking you if that's where he's leading you maybe you don't come to the awareness of your creator in a moment you don't get saved by the god of the world and go into a christian church and everything just booms in every way from there maybe there is this sort of one step back or two steps back or one step forward or what do you think about that? Well, I think that if you've ever been raised in religion, then it's probably going to be a hard road out. So it's religion that does the, that. There's all the undoing that has to happen. But if you don't have any of that, then you're in a beautiful, sweet spot where you can just come into the revelation that you are a divine creation, that you are created for this moment in time that you've chosen to come here, that your father is the father of lights, that you walk in the perichoresis dance with father, son and spirit, that Jesus has made a way for you to have access to everything and all the things that he did, you can do too. When we have this wall or this box of religion, then we have all of these laws and all of these rules and all of this theology that we're trying to walk in, that we're trying to unpack around our relationship with God and it's a huge stumbling block it's like this big wall in between us and everything that already is so if you've never been to church and you don't have any of that stuff and all of those kind of things you're in a really great spot because you can now come all you need to know is that you have within you everything that you need and that you can open that love gate. And this is the hardest part as we're coming into the revelation of who we already are, is learning to love ourselves. is to open that love gate within us, to receive that love, that self-love, that love from our Father in heaven, that love that then can flow through us and water all of the world. And I think that's, that's the hard part. That can be a quick journey, really, for somebody that is just coming into that space of going, wow, I just need to learn to love myself. Then, you know, there are always those things that we've been in different spaces of control and manipulation and all those kind of things. Any kind of organized religion or any of that kind of stuff has elements of that. And that's difficult to walk in that fullness of who we are when we have any of those things that are tapping us on the shoulder to remind you, oh, yes, but hold on a sec. It says here, rah, 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 rah. You need to let go of those things because or else they can be an idol you need to sell all of those five <laughs> motorbikes that you have because you're placing too much importance on them and that's distracting you from the goodness of god yeah. <laughs> by the way that was my sarcastic uh religious voice which is probably the same as every other voice that i have i should work on doing different vocal techniques but I love yes what i guess Religion gets in the way, doesn't it? Religion is a, a beast of its own. Religion teaches you that there are things that you need to do to get closer to God. 
there's things that you need to drop, there's words that you need to not say anymore, there's TV shows that you shouldn't be watching because God won't approve of that and he won't be happy about that because he's not happy about that. You need to fast and pray. There's this whole system, this religious system of drawing near to God by doing things to be closer to him. One of the definitions of religion is a particular system of faith or worship and I think that's the part that there once we put a system around something then we lose an element of freedom because there's a great field of wonder out there there's a cosmos of wonder it's cosmically wild what is lying in front of us that the possibilities that we can engage with the the fullness of who we are And that person can get trampled on in that space of trying to squeeze ourselves into a belief system, into a faith system, into an understanding of that might be great for some people, but not for all people. So we can sidestep religion and just have a relationship with our creator instead. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, definitely. So you're saying that we don't actually need... (laughs) To read our Bibles. Well, I think to go to church. People walked with God for hundreds and thousands of years and never had a Bible. But we can read our Bibles, and we probably should read our Bibles Bibles because our Bible reveals to us who God is and His Son. There's layers of Mm -hmm. complexities to be unveiled to us through the gift of the Bible. So it's certainly not you don't have to go to church, therefore you shouldn't. We get to choose, don't we? We just, I guess we're talking today or we just sort of merged off into a subject about religion and it's an awareness for people that have been in the church scene or have grown up in Christian schools or gone to Sunday school, uh, have grown up in, in a family where, you know, you have to behave yourself because God's watching. So that's where we're sort of veered off into that conversation around religion and like Kylie was saying, it's in a lot of ways, it's so amazing to to meet people that have not experienced that at all. It's so amazing to be in conversation with people that speak of creator and universe and God using various different words and acknowledging his existence and knowing that he's in their life, but they don't have that background of striving to do things to come into his love they don't there's nothing to be done there's nothing that you have to do so if that is your existence that's your that's where you've come from we celebrate you at no time do we ever want you to feel like you need to go to church to get some of that stuff into you we celebrate the fact that you've sidestepped that altogether. Absolutely, and you're so welcome in the room. Luke talks in Philippians about Paul, and I love this. Luke talks in Philippians about Paul. Yeah. Are you sure? Luke is reminded of Paul's testimony in Philippians. She's looking at me with those eyes of like, let me say what I'm going to say and stop (laughs) cutting me off. So I'm going to let her say and stop being religious. I don't have a whole bunch of biblical theology in my mind to draw upon 
I just have things that I can study and things that I know in this moment. So for those of you that are watching on the screen via Twitch, we mentioned when we started that we're also recording this on camera. You will have seen those eyes of death that Kylie just gave me. To those of you that are listening via podcast later on, you're only listening to the audio, trust me, it was scary. I have a lot of facial expressions and I know lots of you have faces like mine, which pretty much you can't hide anything. She has that. a face of abundance. Kind of face. She has a head this, like Luna Park. This Luna Park face just gives everything away. <laughs> so we'll go back to what you were going to quote from the Bible, Kylie. That would be lovely. What book in the Bible is it from? So this is from Philippians um, and it says, I am not defined by abuse or abundance. It might be a different day and a different place, but the secret remains the same. Whether I'm facing a feast or a fast, a fountain or a famine, in every situation I am strong in the one who empowers me from within to be who I am. I am strong. I am invincible. I am woman. Yeah, I couldn't sing that bit. <laughs> but I love that last part. In every situation, I am strong in the one who empowers me from within. So we are all empowered from within to be who I am. I love that. And that that actually empowers you right where you are, that you're right where you are in this moment. Anything's possible in front of you and also, you have everything that you need to walk in this place where you are. You don't need to be overwhelmed by those circumstances because you're empowered from within to be who you are. So this is a very abundant conversation, Kylie. There's a lot of abundant overflow of joyous words to celebrate. Yes. And we've subtracted religion from the equation too, so it feels even more abundant. And we, we are doing this podcast on camera as well as on our little microphones that we usually have down by the river. And we're heading towards the end of the time where the podcast will actually cease, but the live stream on camera will continue. So is there anything abundant that you want to speak about? There is one thing that I want to share about abundance, and I would like to say thank you to you the listener, for supporting us via Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful for all of those who support us through Patreon. And we're looking forward to many more people joining us on Patreon this year as we're diving into live Zooming with our tribe. And so you're most welcome to jump on to our space there. And we will be walking through uh, my book this year, The New Now, as well as just sharing um, intimate testimonies and stories as each month unfolds. And we'd love to do that in the Zoom room with all the beautiful people on our Patreon page, which is on Patreon, Wildfire Tribe. And via Patreon, that's that's there's like exclusive access to some of the conversations that we have, isn't there? Yeah, you get early access to the podcast recordings and things like that too. And we post yeah. messages and stuff on there. So, so thank yeah. you for those of you that do support us already. And we look forward to more of that abundant overflow into our lives as we return that back to you via scooping up his creation and sharing it with you.
Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to finish with our beautiful abundant talk, just with some Eckhart Tolle. And he says, whatever you feel the world is withholding from you, you already have this. We just need to let it out. It comes back to that place that we started talking about it in the beginning, all those things that we have within ourselves already, that it's just untapping that place. It's actually flowing from within us and activating in our actuality the things that we are seeking to come toward us. So, yeah, that's just one of those amazing things we can be activating. So whatever it is that we're striving towards is already done. Yep. And not only that, we need to be activated in releasing that and so that it can come back to us. So if we're looking for more financial flow in our life, we need to be flowing finances out. We need to be um, giving. We need to be activating in that space of abundance. We need to be living in that place of being so grateful and activating that in other people's lives as well, seizing opportunities for that flow to be so that we can make space and taking our eyes off the things that we don't have because the frequency of lack does not partner with the frequency of abundance so we'd like to say thank you so much to to those listeners that are listening to us on the podcast thank you so much for being with us today as we sign off from the podcast and we head into twitch space thank you and we'll see you next time yeah have an amazing and abundant flow flowing week abundance yeah bye bye